Hello everybody, this is Kia from Wicked Majesty and you are listening to Tea and Terror Podcast, the show that entertains with true and fictional stories from beyond the grave for people who love horror. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another night of terror and classic macabre on Tea and Terror Thursdays. I am your host, Kia Reed. If you are new here, welcome to the Wicked Majesty channel. I post horror stories, gothic tales, and creepypastas that would get your blood rushing and nightmares beyond your imagination. If you are a returning subscriber, thank you very much for watching my videos and subscribing. You definitely help my channel flourish and I greatly appreciate it. Tonight I will be reading the final part of The Fall of the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe. I hope you enjoyed tonight's narration. If you make it through the entire episode and you like what you heard tonight and you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, then please share the Tea and Terror podcast with others and add it to your playlist. If you are listening from my Wicked Majesty YouTube channel, please hit that like button and subscribe to my channel. Thank you all so much. Now on with the story. I was visiting an old friend of mine, Roderick Usher, in his old stone house, his palace, where a feeling of death hung on the air. I saw how fear was pressing on his heart and mind. Now his only sister, the Lady Madeline, had died, and we had put her body in its resting place, in a room inside the cold walls of the palace, a damp, dark vault, a fearful place. As we looked down upon her face, I saw that there was a strong likeness between the two. Indeed, said Usher, we were born on the same day, and the tie between us has always been strong. We did not long look down at her, for fear and wonder filled our hearts. There was still a little color in her face, and there seemed to be a smile on her lips. We closed the heavy iron door and returned to the rooms above, which were hardly less gloomy than the vault. And now a change came in the sickness of my friend's mind. He went from room to room with a hurried step. His face was, if possible, whiter and more ghastly than before, and the light in his eyes had gone. The trembling in his voice seemed to show the greatest fear. At times he sat looking at nothing for hours, as if listening to some sound I could not hear. I felt his condition slowly but certainly gaining power over me. I felt that his wild ideas were becoming fixed in my own mind. As I was going to bed late in the night of the seventh or eighth day after we placed the Lady Madeline within the vault, I experienced the full power of such feeling. Sleep did not come while the hours passed. My mind fought against the nervousness. I tried to believe that much, if not all, of what I felt was due to the gloomy room, to the dark wall coverings, which in all rising wind moved on the walls. But my efforts were useless. A trembling I could not stop filled my body and fear without reason caught my heart. I sat up looking into the darkness of my room, listening. I do not know why, to certain low sounds which came from 
which came when storm was quiet a feeling of horror lay upon me like the heavy weight i put on my clothes and began walking nervously around the room i had been walking for a very short time when i heard a light step coming towards my door i knew it was usher in a moment i saw him at my door as usual very white but there was a wild laugh in his eyes even so i was glad to have his company and have you not seen it he said he hurried to one of the windows and opened it to the storm the force of the entering wind nearly lifted us from our feet it was indeed a storm but beautiful night and widely strange the heavy low-hanging clouds which, which seemed to press down upon the house flew from all directions against each other always returning and never passing away in the distance with their great thickness they cut off all light from the moon and the stars but we could see them because they were lighted from below by the air itself which we could see rising from the dark lake and from the stone of the house itself you must not you shall not look at this i said to usher as i led him from the window to a seat this appearance which surprises you so has been seen in other places too perhaps the lake is the cause let us close this window the air is cold here is one of the stories you like best i will read and you shall listen and thus we will live through this fearful night together the old book which i have picked up was one written by a fool for fools to read and it was not in truth one that usher liked it was however the only one within easy reach he seemed to listen quietly then i came to a part of the story in which a man a strong man full of wine begins to break down a door and the sound of the dry wood as it breaks can be heard through all the forest around him here i stopped for it seemed to me that from some very distant part of the house sounds came to my ears like those of which i had been reading it must have been this likeness that had me noticed for the sounds themselves with the storm still increasing were nothing to stop or interest me i continued the story and read how the man now entering through the broken door discovers a strange and terrible animal of the kind so often found in these old stories he strikes it and it falls with such a cry that he has to close his ears with his hands here again i stopped there could be no doubt this time i did hear a distant sound very much like the cry of the animal in the story i tried to control myself so that my friend would see nothing of what i felt i was not certain that he had heard the sound although he had clearly changed in some way he had slowly moved his chair so that i could not see him well i did not see that his lips were moving as if he were speaking to himself his head had dropped forward but i knew he was not asleep for his eyes were open and he was moving his body from side to side i began reading again and quickly came to a part of the story where a heavy piece of iron falls on a stone floor with a ringing sound these words had just passed my lips when i heard clearly but from far away a loud ringing sound as if something of iron had indeed fallen heavily upon a stone floor or as if an iron door 
had closed. I lost control of myself completely and jumped from my chair. Usher still sat, moving a little from side to side. His eyes were turned to the floor. I rushed to his chair. As I placed my hand on his shoulder, I felt that his whole body was trembling. A sickly smile touched his lips. He spoke in low, quick, and nervous voice as if he did not know I was there. Yes, he said. I heard it. Many minutes, many hours, many days have I heard it. But I did not dare to speak. We have put her living in the vault. Did I not say that my senses were too strong? I heard her first movements many days ago, yet I did not dare to speak. And now, that story, but the sounds were hers. Oh, where should I run? She is coming. Coming to ask why I put her in the vault too soon. I hear her footsteps on the stairs. I hear the heavy beating of her heart. Here he jumped up and cried as if he were giving up his soul. I tell you, she now stands at the door. The great door to which he was pointing now slowly opened. It was the work of the rushing wind, perhaps. But no, outside that door, a shape did stand. The tall figure in its grave clothes of the Lady Madeline of Usher. There was blood upon her white dress, and the signs of her terrible efforts to escape were upon every part of her thin form. For a moment, remained trembling at the door. Then, with a low cry, she fell heavily in upon her brother in her pain as she died at last she carried him down with her down to the floor he too was dead killed by his own fear i rushed from the room i rushed from the house i ran the storm was around me in all its strength as i crossed the bridge suddenly a wild light moved along the ground at my feet and i turned to see where it could have come from for only the great house and its darkness were behind me. The light was that of the full moon and of a blood-red moon, which was now shining through that break in the front wall, that crack which I thought I had seen when I first saw the palace. Then only a little crack, it now widened as I watched. A strong wind came rushing over me. The whole face of the moon appeared. I saw the great walls falling apart. There was a long and stormy shouting sound and the deep black lake closed darkly over all that remained of the House of Usher. Mm -hmm.